Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reported live. Who was Yeshua talking to? You know, we're doing the multitudes here. At Talkshu who was Yahshua talking to, and when Yahshua was talking to the multitudes, he's talking in parable form. And the reason for that is because it was written in the prophets. There's a lot of Christian leaders out there that think that, no way, when Jesus was talking to the multitudes, He wasn't always talking in parable form, but yes, he was, always. Because Jesus said, without a parable, I won't be speaking to the multitudes. It's pretty simple. Jesus' words, not mine. So, as we're going through the times that Yahshua was talking to the multitudes, We came up to the um, Sermon on the Mount. And at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, it told us, verse 1 of chapter 5 tells us, Jesus was set, his disciples came unto him. It doesn't say anything about the multitudes. See, the multitudes were there. Jesus left the multitudes, and he went away from them. Jesus sat down, and there was no multitudes there. There was just the disciples because Jesus was discipling them. But as we go through the Sermon on the Mount, the multitudes show up because If you look at the end of the Sermon of the Mount, um, in verse 28 of chapter 7, because from chapter 5, pretty much chapter 6, chapter 7, to the end of chapter 7, it's all Jesus speaking. Jesus didn't go anywhere. Jesus is sitting there. Jesus is teaching. Okay, so in the beginning, it was just the disciples. At the end, chapter 7, verse 28, it said, And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. So, The multitude showed up. So the Sermon of the Mount is partly discipleship, but mostly parables, because he only spoke in parable form. And we can find out when the multitudes showed up, because Jesus changed 
the way he was talking. And if you're doing our discipleship class, you'll know that at the beginning of the chapter 5, Jesus was sharing with his disciples, those that were following him and wanted to know what he wanted them to, to know and to prepare them, that he was teaching them what he was looking for, who he was um, going to be around and what they were going to have to do and what they were going to have to go through and what the people might do to them and the things that were going to happen and what God expected. You see, that has nothing to do with the multitudes. That's instructions on being a disciple. But we see that in verse 17, things change. Jesus changes what he's saying. Jesus stops talking as he's talking to disciples only, talking about what they have to look forward to and what they need to do and all that, to parables again. So now the multitude has shown up. Because Jesus' words, and let's pick it up in Matthew 7, 5, chapter 5, verse 17, And it says, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So the disciples weren't thinking that. The disciples were just regular old workers and fishermen and people that were regular old Joe Schmoes. They weren't really connected to the religious system. Oh, sure, they you know, kept the laws and stuff like that, but, you know, it, they weren't really educated in it. It wasn't like they were at the synagogues all the time learning all this stuff. And so Jesus, all of a sudden, instead of continuing to tell them what God expects, he's now saying, think not that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. So who taught the law and the prophets? The synagogues, that's what they taught people at their synagogues on the Sabbath day. They would go and they would learn about the law and the prophets. So who has arrived? The multitudes. So obviously, they were thinking, these people, the multitude, that you know they had heard that Jesus was, this was a new religion or a new thing or a new way or something like that. And so that's the parable. You know, he says to them, think not. Well, of course, he knew what they were thinking. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So Jesus says, I'm not going to destroy it. I'm not going to, you know, make it void but I'm going to come and fulfill it. Of course, they didn't understand that because it's a parable. We know what it means. Well, you do if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. But to them, they're thinking, what is this one doing? People are saying he wants to destroy the law, change the law. And Jesus said that. And then he continues and he says, For verily I say unto you, 
talking to the multitudes, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. And for those that don't understand what a jot and a tittle is, it's talking about, in our English language, you would look at it as a comma or a colon or, you know, one little mark that changes the, the, the way a sentence is formed. Semicolon, you know, periods, you know. That's what he's talking about. That's what they were called in the writings. And so he's saying, I not only am not going to, what does he say? Change from the law, not even the sounds of the letters or the way the sounds are made. I'm not even going to do that until, until, all be fulfilled. So the law is the law until it be fulfilled. And, of course, here's the parable. What does he mean, be fulfilled? He's the Messiah. So while he's walking this earth, he has not become the Lamb of God. He's a servant of God that was sent to earth to do the works of the kingdom on earth and to show what God wanted the people to do. But while he's walking this earth, he wants them to understand, listen, the law still applies. The law says that when you sin and about offerings and sacrifices and to go to the temple, the law still stands is what he's saying to them so that they understand that he's not giving them a get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, we don't have to follow the law no more. Jesus didn't do away with the law. He fulfilled the law, fulfilled, and what does that mean? The prophecies concerning the Messiah. And so that's what he's talking about. Now remember... John the Baptist, if you're studying with us, um, study the Bible chronologically, we're looking at John the Baptist in the chronological events. And John the Baptist had was saying repent and be baptized and all that. But what John the Baptist was doing was he was telling uh, the Jews that they had stopped following the law of God. They were now following the synagogue, Pharisees and the Sadducees and the temple and all that stuff, but they weren't following the law of God. And John was saying, hey, go back to following the law of God. So that's the same thing as Jesus is saying. He's saying, listen, you've got to follow the law until it's fulfilled. You understand? So, 19 continues, and he says, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, so guess what? You're still under the law, meaning that's the way, if you die before Jesus 
was crucified, we know that, they didn't know, that you better have yourself straight with God according to the law and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. So it's a parable, okay? Jesus is speaking a parable. And what he's saying is there's going to come a change in the law. There's going to come a change in the way things are done once he becomes the Lamb of God. But right now, right now, and he's not talking about after he dies on the cross, he's talking to them, the multitudes right now. Right now, if you follow the law, if you break the law, if you teach others to break the law, but you've kept the law, you can still be in the kingdom of heaven if you keep the law, according to the law. You see, that's what he's talking about. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus is saying, listen, the Levi, the priest, have a job to do. And their job is to teach you what the law says. And if they did that, then they would have a place in the kingdom, and it would be a great place because they're doing the law, following the rules of God and the commands of God. That's what Jesus is talking about to the multitudes. He's talking about before he's crucified. And then he goes on, and he's explaining now parables. He's explaining now who he was talking about. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So guess what? Now he's telling them, hey, number one, the Pharisees have no authority to be teaching you the law and the prophets. They've just taken that upon themselves. Number two, they're not doing what the law tells them to do. And then, so he's saying that he doesn't want the people to follow what the Pharisees are teaching. He wants them to follow what the law of Moses says to do to get into the kingdom of heaven. So you understand that's the parable. That's what's going on there, and he's explaining that you're being taught wrong. Don't listen to the wrong. Go back and follow the law, just like John was saying. Now, Jesus goes on, and he's got a second thing he's going to talk. The first thing was to let them know you're under the law. You've got to follow the law. The law is not being taught right. You're supposed to be doing what the law says, not what some Pharisee or scribe tells you to do. Now, 
remember, he's still in parable form. And this here, this these parts here, is where a lot of churches go nutty. <laughs> and they, they have all this false doctrine. Jesus is speaking in parable form. He's speaking about the law. He's speaking spiritually to those with eyes to see and ears to hear. Because you understand in the beginning he said the law applies right now, but is going to be a point where it will be fulfilled. So you won't need to do things the way the law says to get into the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus is now going to talk about the differences between what the law does for you and does to you and has you do compared to spiritual growth and what's going to happen after it's fulfilled. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.